Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 184, episode one of Dirt Daily's Hate Guys, a yeah. production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It is May 10th, 2021. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. How long, how long till lunchtime? Before I get my slice, I don't, I don't think it's that bad. CPK, mm. is it forever now? That is courtesy Ooh. of Christy Yamaguchi Mains. RHCPK. Continues. Continues forever. It's yeah, forever. It's a movement. RHCPK is forever. Uh, And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. I had a different AK, but I want to keep the RHCPK trend going with something I've been annoying Her Majesty with in the home, (laughs) which is spinach dip just came too hot, burned up my whole damn mouth. Uh, And that was I kept trying to do the scar tissue. And I said, spinach dip. And she's like, no. <laughs> she does it, and I played the episode. I played the episode with Brett. I'm like, you're gonna love this part. She's like, I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> but then she did kind of laugh. She was like, okay, low key, CP the K, CP the K, CP the K now. CP the K, CP the K, CP the K now. That's why we're still meant to be. But shout out to Her Majesty yeah. for putting up with that one. Uh, shout out to her. Uh, my, we we should say up top because uh, I'm not I, drooling because I'm so sloppy. I, right. I'm bad. <laughs> yeah. We're we're both dealing with a uh, vax vax brain vax uh, a night of vax sleep. We got we got vaccinated uh, yesterday uh, as we're recording this uh, end of last week. I woke up every three hours on the hour. Uh, I'm I'm just a little bit tired. You you had like the chills, all the I had all the, the chills. And I'm gonna say this, y'all don't get vaccinated. Yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, Thank I'm you. I'm just gonna say it. It's not worth it, y'all. Yeah. Like I almost had to not do this podcast today. And that if that's gonna get in the way, no thanks. I yeah. know, uh, but I'm actually I feel really lucky that I don't have like the super like Uber flu that yeah. people have gotten. So I'm yeah. feeling. I mean, honestly, like it's it, aside from being uncomfortable. Yeah. We still Shout out to DJ Daniel, who's who's got it worse than yeah, both yeah. of us. Got it same he day for it, some reason. Bad. For some reason, we all got it. Uh, got our second dose on the same day. Uh, yeah, for some reason, it's the bro cycle. Bro cycle. Uh, well, we speaking of the bro cycle, uh, we are thrilled <laughs> nice. to be joined in our <laughs> third go. seat by the brilliant, the talented, the hilarious Brody Reed. Hey, What's hey, up, hey. fellas? Good What's to up, be man? back in the bro chair. Um, <laughs> the bro it's me, Brody Reed, a.k.a. The bro chair. <laughs> fly away on my pepper. I've tasted more than cheddar. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> you guys like that song? That oh beautiful. hell yeah, yeah yeah. All right, CPK man, we're we're here, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to be here. Don't listen to Miles, everyone. Don't get the vax. Definitely yeah. get the vax. Just get the yeah. first one. <laughs> <laughs> it, you don't have to dude, get the second get, one. Get the, that was that's when it gets uh-uh, weird, dude. It hurt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's funny how many people I've actually had to convince to get vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. me too. Um I am friends with like a bunch all of my close friends are just like hella old people. They come over, we play cards and we um play chess and they tell me about uh the 
Tuskegee experiments and stuff like that. Right. You know, I have (laughs) to show them, um, you know, a PowerPoint (laughs) um, every single time. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And I'm going to start off by saying that's fair. Which (laughs) Absolutely. So I've had to convince people in my life to get first shots, second shots, third shots. Yeah, exactly. um, But they're getting them. (laughs) I'm holding them down. I'm I'm putting them in their arms. I got... I got a friend to to get vaccinated because I said we wouldn't be able to go to a Laker game. Oh, uh-huh. And he was yeah. like, oh, for real? He's like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I should probably get that then. They and I was like, you oh, my God. only. <laughs> I couldn't. But, and I got real mad. Like, I didn't tell him. But I was like, the fuck, bro? I, it wasn't everything else. It was merely the thought of you getting embarrassed walking into Staples Center when they're like, you've been vaccinated, my man. And you're like, huh? and was like, that friend LeBron James, by the way? Because <laughs> he doesn't seem to want to get vaccinated. Yeah. I, which but. I understand because he does seem to be the only indestructible human being on the planet. But still, mm-hmm. man, you could be passing that shit around. Right. I, I mean, understand I get it, it from like a comic book level, but not yes, a, yes, I'm in yes, reality yes. based level like, where you still yeah. a human, LeBron. They said I can't go to anime conventions anymore unless I get it. So I yeah. decided to get it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. We were also talking before we recorded about the uh, the difficulties socially of emerging back into uh, <laughs> the world. It's it's not easy. It's never been easy for me. I, mm. I worked from home for four years just in a kitchen where uh, my wife was uh, going to medical school, so I barely saw her. Uh, <laughs> and then we moved to L.A. from Columbia, Missouri, and I didn't know how to talk to people anymore. I was like, <laughs> I couldn't even like be in a public setting it was wild i mean some people you would argue that you still don't know how to talk to people (laughs) right yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) why is he only looking at my shoes uh yeah yeah but yeah be be patient with yourselves everyone yeah we're all we're all gonna be a little awkward here at first yeah we had to literally change full on our way of life rapidly so Yeah. yeah it's gonna it'll take a minute to thaw yeah, start yeah. off simple. Get some, um, have some like board game parties before you have full blown parties. You know, play some right. apples yeah. to apples or something. Yeah, like stuff. Yeah, you want to prevent like people getting so fucked up they start getting emotional phase of partying. <laughs> like that's like about a month in for me. I'm gonna be yeah. like, yo, yo, we're not. No, no, we're not drinking like that. We're not drinking like that. No, we are at <laughs> a pool party right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're chilling. Right. We're chilling. We're no we'll crying in up. the pool. <laughs> I'm my turn up schedule has me turning up in about six weeks. So. Yeah. Yeah, people experiencing social anxiety for the first time, like that, that <laughs> will make you drink too fast. Do not, uh, don't do that because you're like, oh, I gotta, gotta get as many of these in, mm-hmm. in the old, uh, body. I'm gonna have my first house party is gonna be strictly Martinelli's, no alcoholic beverages, <laughs> yep. just hey, fake champagne, low sodium food, <laughs> yeah. just very, you know, like let's keep carrots, you know, straight and narrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> I drank so much apple juice when I was a kid, and like now, when I taste apple juice, it's it's like fucking maple syrup. That is like the <laughs> thickest, sweetest shit. Um, yeah, it truly is not healthy. Yeah, for that much sugar to be in a child's body. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. But for whatever reason, that was like the thing. Like my mom thought, because you know, my mom only yeah. like I think from her perspective as a Japanese immigrant was like sodas are bad. You yeah, know what I mean? so you're not drinking soda, but this glass bottle. Yeah. that is all sugar yeah yeah yeah. just but down those because i would like at a certain point i really could not get off martinelli's apple juice yeah, yeah. 
because like oh, i was just sure. it was, it's a sippable yeah. drink it's strictly yeah. sipping yeah and mm-hmm. then i then i got like as i got older i would drink the whole apple shaped bottle and then my mom would get mad at me and then it, this is when you know she was trying to change me but the sugar <laughs> fucking already had me yeah no our like i feel like our whole generation was just like juice was a health food no matter right. what and yeah, it's just juicy, like no juice? that's that's mm-hmm. just straight up capri sugar. suns yeah, yeah. Remember that girl, Alex Mack? Yep. It was on the news. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It was on Nick News. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, totally. Get that because I'm your age. Uh, All right. (laughs) Let's take a quick. (laughs) Let's uh, tell the people what we're uh, talking about. And we'll get to know you a little bit better after that. Uh, The Jan Sixers, not to be confused with the 76ers who are Mm -hmm. uh, closing in on that one seed in the East. Uh, The Jan Sixers. Uh, we're getting to see a little bit more of their defense, like as they as they get into these courtrooms, and it's it's bad for for Fox, I guess, mostly. It could, uh, it, it, well, who knows? I mean, that's I think the larger question. <laughs> when they uh, used your product is a straight up defense for like somebody <laughs> to commit uh, treason. That's that's pretty wild. Um, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about stay on that topic. Talk about. Tucker Carlson's uh, latest attempt to kill people with his uh, show, and we'll we'll keep talking about Tucker because uh, he and Marjorie Taylor Goebbels are using homophobia uh, on uh, Liz Cheney. You know, I also want to just check. I I checked uh, Trump's blog for the first time from the desk of Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's wild how how badly uh, he transitions to. Uh, any format that's not Twitter, he does he does not work in this. So this ain't getting in McSweeney's. It's not. No, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, McSweeney. There's probably going to be a really good like McSweeney's piece uh, <laughs> about this. Right? Yeah, yeah, written in this format, but it's wild. I want to talk about uh, the hard seltzer wars, the Noid. I would love to get Brody's take on uh, all the all the uh, hot anime that is uh, storming, taking the globe by storm. You got it. (laughs) Yeah, all of that, plenty more. But first, Brody, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Something from my search history? Man, there's so many things. Recently, uh, my best friend he's had on the podcast, Cody Ziegler, he just got an arcade cabinet, or he's uh, getting one, so he's going to assemble it in his house and he uh tweeted that he was looking for rugs you know to go with his little man cave so um i spent like a long time googling x-men uh rugs (laughs) oh yeah Uh, with your with with my favorite x-men on them and let me tell you they're hot these are good rugs um i'm trying to get trying to get some beast mode rugs for sure trying to get some gambit rugs like which, uh, like which, which illustrator's version of the X Men? You remember in the '90s when they were selling like X Men tins at like KFC or something? Sure, sure. When sure. all the when all all the '90s aesthetic, all the uh, X Men versus Street Fighter aesthetic stuff like that. Oh, like so the Capcomy version of them. Capcomy version for sure. And then you know that's been around for such a long time that you know I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can get some. Etsy rugs uh, <laughs> with a uh, Wolverine on them or something like that. <laughs> I feel like that. I see so many like an, again <laughs> when I'm on TikTok, I see a yeah. few channels where there are people just making custom rugs and yeah. they look really dope. But they're just they're just making rugs of things you normally probably wouldn't. Where they're like, oh yeah, here's a Charizard rug uh, mm-hmm. that's like looks really on point. 
Um, but uh, yeah, X Men rug. I would fuck with like a big ass Sentinel. Yeah, rug, uh-huh. just to like lay on top of. Woo! Just a huge one. <laughs> take me to Genosha, baby. Mm. <laughs> right, yeah, Jack. Exactly. Yeah, take me there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool ass. X Men. Wait, which so, so which cabinet did he art. get? He got the the arcade X Men game. He got um. Or it's yeah, like he one got that has nine hundred games built in because that's how they are now. I think you can mod it to have that many games put in. Right. But he got in um an X Men versus Street Fighter one. I'm definitely in that same vein of like I want to get in a cabinet and just because I've seen him where people mod them yeah. and then they put the entire Neo Geo library in it. Yep. And I don't know what it is, but me and a lot of my friends in the last couple months have been just getting into like older fighting games. So I really just want to have people over and have like a mini tournament where we're all scrubs and we're all like beating each other down to like Samurai Showdown or something. Yeah. Or King of the King of Fighters or some shit. Yeah, exactly. I love King of Fighters. Yeah, me too. What's your is favorite that- one? All of them. 94, 95, 96, 97. 98. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the, like one of the first ones. Yeah. I just remember my cousins used to take me to the art, like the Gesen, as they say in Japan, the game center, the uh-huh. arcade. And just, I would get so much secondhand smoke as a kid being in those arcades <laughs> while my cousins were just fucking people up on those machines. That maybe Every, that's why I smoke now. I yeah. <laughs> Every single day I think about selling my house, moving to Japan and just being like a, a barcade fly. Yeah, um, I mean it's I a it's a lifestyle. I mean, people f- have found a way to just like live most of their time and you know sitting down playing you know Capcom fighting games. So. That's my retirement plan. There it is. <laughs> and plus, if you become a citizen, I mean, they'll take care of you. You know, what yeah, I mean? they got benefits. They got exactly. social security net. Did they never go away, or are they like kind of diminished in terms of popularity of the arcades, like with? home gaming system i mean they've been hit by economic stuff as much as um anyone like there have been like a couple big ones that have like shut down but i there's some still going strong so yeah nice what is something you think is overrated something i think is overrated is (laughs) um production values in music and Mm. that's that's a salty thing to say because i'm currently working on um an ep just like as my quarantine project Mm. like right now we're kind of in like this back to school sale vibes of just like stuff is about to come back this summer so like we're all trying to like rush to finish our projects and stuff and i've been Mm. working on this little like just a lot of goth ep and stuff just home recording and every other day i'm like googling how do i make my tracks um not terrible (laughs) how do i make this not sound like trash what are you playing so are you what are you recording it in i am recording in logic Logic and i have this like interface where i just like put my microphones in and i am like recording guitars and like vocals and then i'm like programming drums and bass and stuff like that and i'm the kind of person like i was a punk when i was a kid and I love it when something sounds like it was recorded through like a boombox and then yeah, yeah. re-recorded through someone's phone or something like that. Right. Um, so like that's kind of what I want it to sound like. But then I also, I'm every time I listen to a track, I'm just like, oh, this sounds terrible compared <laughs> to everything else. Um, so I kind of just want stuff to sound bad again. <laughs> I think it's kind of, yeah, I mean, there's... Like a lot of hip hop productions going sort of like there's there's kind of a few ways I hear production going and one mm-hmm. seems very like 
were down with 8-bit sounds Good. and just 808s and like even mixing it to the point where like it's kind of become an aesthetic where like bass drum hits like yeah. will blow your like they sound like they're blowing your speakers out yeah, like to totally. kind of evoke that sort of feeling. But I yeah, wouldn't know I mean, my speakers are just broke. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And you're like, oh, I like this style. Like, oh, no, no, no. They're just completely blown out. If your speakers are actually blown out, it actually sounds perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Cancel. But yeah, out. I think, I mean, I think like everything, like it's definitely just as people are able to make stuff more at home, like it definitely changes like what the standard is or what mm-hmm. people like or don't like and stuff. So yeah. Let us know when you got the, the EP out. I will in about a month or something. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just call us up and say, hey, you know that new sound you're looking for? Well, listen to this. And put your phone up to the thing that sounds like Just it's my being broken recorded speaker. through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, that. Uh, what is something you think is underrated? Um, something I think is underrated, which is sort of in the same vein, is old video game soundtracks. This is something that I've just been leaving on all day when I'm like working, when I'm writing. It's been very therapeutic for me. I've been listening to like uh, old SNES soundtracks, like uh, like Earthbound and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to like PlayStation One, like Ridge Racer soundtracks. Oh my god! Oh fuck, yo, Whew, they go hard. Breakbeats. Yeah. If you like breakbeats, um, you got to get on this PlayStation One. And it's <laughs> also like new jazzy too. That Ridge yes. Racer soundtrack, like almost Dennis Chambers kind of thing. Absolutely. So much relaxing stuff. So many great composers in that like 16-bit era that I feel like these days we're just so used to like stuff sounding like a sympathy, uh, symphony, I mean, (laughs) I just feel like we kind of like lost a bit of an art form a little bit. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm repping. Just go through your YouTube uh, search history this is, uh yeah. we've had a very vgm heavy yeah uh, two weeks couple, in a row couple of oh really shows yeah, yeah, yeah. brent weinbach brent was weinbach. just oh was, of course I asked, <laughs> yeah i asked brent i said what's the limit for you i was like you go 16 bit he's like no <laughs> too I'm much out of eight bit fam eight bit. <laughs> yeah. 16 too busy 32 get out of here get out of here with that <laughs> i've so. had real life conversations with brent about this subject and i didn't realize how how deep that he went <laughs> yeah no i mean he was he i mean i think it's like any that kind of music really has it's sort of in the same way i got really into japanese bgm background yeah. music and just because it's easy music to play and it's not distracting like Mm -hmm. it's a good sonic texture to have on like in your environment but like yeah with video game music too like i find myself just kind of if there's a comfort i think in that familiarity because someone so many of the songs i like they they like revive my memories of them when i start listening yeah there's such a there's such a vibe for sure yeah i'm just gonna make a tiktok is just that there it is I also am more and more into hearing people who are bad at music at singing sing. I like hell that. yeah. <laughs> Christy Gucci Mane shared this video of Jay Z singing Wonderwall, and it's definitely <laughs> my favorite rendition of Wonderwall. Is that that weird Twitter account where someone is like faking uh, Jay Z's voice? Do you know? Oh, what I don't I'm think so. About? If you no, don't, it's I'm not. A- Okay. It's 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 because he like keeps like really stepping him. away from the mic. Yeah, yeah it's really him because he like knows he's not that good. But like when he comes on, it's like Jay Z's voice, but he's singing and he's trying to sing Wonderwall, and it fucking rules. Great. Uh, if you love singers that aren't good, I'm definitely gonna hit you up by my EP. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll feature it. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and uh, check in with those Jan Sixers. 
And we're back. And uh, yeah, so over the last few months, we've starting to we're starting to see what the what these Jan Sixers defense is going to look like for uh, storming the Capitol. And you know, for everybody who was like, you know, I I know a lot of people on the left were like, this was nothing. They were just disorganized and like nobody was ever really in any danger. But if that was the case, why do they like why are they so desperate and seem so completely guilty every time they step into a courtroom and like immediately disavow everything they mm. they've done? <clears throat> yeah, because it wasn't just a larf. Yeah, you know it wasn't. I mean? Yeah, it was. Yeah, they were like, no, we are here to tip the scale, the racial power. In- we're here to prevent the racial power <laughs> inversion right. uh, by all costs, by any means. And yeah, like we in the beginning, it seemed like a lot of people were just saying like, we're trying to blame Trump. They're like, I was, mm-hmm. I was honestly like, I was doing, I was following the president's orders. That's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And we saw a lot of shifting blame to Trump. But now it seems like lawyers are coming up with this new like fucking thing. Look, this guy, this this, this one lawyer was uh, representing his his client in court, who again was someone who stormed the Capitol and was disorderly and you know the the usual charges, getting violent and shit. And he says, quote. Um, that he lost his job at the beginning of the pandemic and then and for the next six months watched Fox News consistently. The lawyer says my client developed, quote, Fox itis and, quote, Fox mania and believed the lies about the 2020 election from Fox News and then President Donald Trump. He believed what was being fed to him. So that's why I believe I don't know if my you know what's going on with my client. He have Fox itis. <laughs> and I don't know if this is like some weird new uh, fucked up like gay panic type defense where they can like just immediately shift to this thing like it's foxitis it's foxitis you know like it's just it's open and shut y'all it's foxitis but in the logic of this defense right if that did work and in fact a judge or a court was said yeah you know what fox did that i accept that defense that fox had completely warped this person's reality and made them do that then wouldn't I? You'd hope that again there would be a like a real examination on mm-hmm. whether or not Fox even needs to be on TV at all. But that's why it's like these weird, disingenuous sort of lines. Where like they're not really expecting people to believe it, but they still want to throw it out just in case mm-hmm. it's you know a usable defense. First of all, Fox itis specifically is when your stomach hurts too much from laughing at Malcolm in the Middle, um, and it doesn't stand <laughs> for anything else. Doesn't want to point that. Out. Yes. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, so this is, I just hope, I mean, I, no, I mean, I hope, but I don't know what it's all for. But again, if we're going to let people say these things in court, like then, and, and if that even remotely mm-hmm. factors in to a sentence being lessened or whatever the outcome being lessened because of this defense, then certainly you would need legislators to immediately begin the thing of like, oh, well, if this thing is, we're saying legally, we believe that it's causing people to do whatever the fuck that box is saying then what the fuck are we gonna do but i don't know it's just a just an interesting sort of road they're going down yeah yeah i'm all for throwing fox news under the bus though i mean on if it if it leads to consequences hell yeah if if fox executives and tucker carlson like face jail time i'm all for that yeah yeah i just don't i don't see it happening yeah i mean because we'll see what how a lot of these sentences even end up there in this like article they were talking about other people because like now there's just so many zoom hearings mm-hmm. that people's like families like defendants families are just zoom bombing the fucking like hearing and like 
it's it's set up so poorly that it allows people to just disturb a fucking court proceeding over Zoom. How does and that like, work? Do they just I'm gonna put you on mute and there's no moderator or something? Or I guess so. There's no like waiting room. It's just like wow. a link because I think what they do it's like it's there so people can view the hearing publicly, mm. whether that's media or whatever. But on the other side, they're not even doing the shit where it's like, oh yeah, you can't talk in here. But it's allowed people like come in with like really flagrant display names and like start mm. playing audio and shit over the fucking. Uh, the Zoom call, so which I'm sure endears their uh, family member to the judge. I'm sure, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I gotta respect that. <laughs> I, I do, do too, respect kind of. trolling. Yeah, the homies came through. The homies <laughs> came through. You know what I mean? Like, if you're gonna make it possible to zoom bomb a fucking court here, I mean, this is a very easily solved problem. But <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's but also like you if you know obviously. The, if you were in their position, you'd be like, damn, y'all didn't even come through in the Zoom bo- Like, you didn't Zoom bomb my hearing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought we were fucking down. <laughs> All right. Well, on the subject of Fox, let's talk about Tucker Carlson's latest attempt to kill more people with his show, I guess. Mm-hmm. So... Last week, he likened children wearing masks to child abuse that people oh, are no, more... That was two weeks ago. Okay, that, two weeks that, ago. We're getting all of our controversies, but that was, <laughs> went to two weeks ago. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. He he compared uh, children wearing masks to child abuse, uh, said that people are morally obligated to attempt to prevent children wearing masks by literally calling the police immediately. And, and also said it was like, if they tell you to wear, your kid to wear a mask at school, it's like saying a teacher's going to punch him out every day. Yeah. And that's, that's how you should be responding. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. I mean, that all makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so last week now, he aired one of his most dangerous segments yet, because uh, you always got to top yourself. Yeah. Straight up suggesting that the COVID vaccine is killing people. And he phrased it because this is like how he, he does uh, right. his job. He phrased it as, how many Americans have died after taking the COVID vaccines? I'm concerned. Yeah. Just like putting it out there. Uh, he claimed that there have been a total of 3,362 deaths after getting the vaccine, but the actual number is almost certainly much higher than that. Okay, show work. Show your work. Show your work, Tucker. Where'd you get those numbers? Where did he get those numbers? Oh, a fucking self-reporting database where it's not verified and people mm. themselves can just, you know, add whatever they're saying is having the vaccine adverse event reporting system. Uh-huh. Brought so, brought to you by anti-vaxxers and the anti-vax movement. If you know anti-vaxxers right. on Facebook, they love telling people to check this thing out. Like, something happened? Yeah. You're sweating? Uh-huh. Go to this website right now. Go to this website. Go to this also, website. Also, people who get the vaccine uh, can die. Um, it has been reported. You could get hit by a car yeah. right after getting your second shot. After the <laughs> vaccine, though? Even after two weeks? <laughs> even, yeah. even after it, yeah. Well, it's, now you oh, tell me. Huh, um, I don't know if I want this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm trying to be like Gene Gray off the after that second dose. Like, what the fuck do people think? Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, our writer Jam is pointing out that more than 40% of the population received at least one dose. So that's that's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, according to the CDC, 8,000 Americans die every day for, you know, all, all the because reasons. Because life. Right? Yeah, because <laughs> hearts don't always keep going on forever one in every forty-one thousand people dies every day that's kind of fucked up to think about (laughs) but if you do the simple math there that means that of the 135 million vaccinated people 
more than 3,000 people who were vaccinated would be dying every day right mm -hmm. now, which is actually way more than the 30 people a day uh, Tucker Carlson is freaking out about. So, but it's, but it's important that he just gets people's minds working this way. The ultimate hurdle is like getting that last 30% of Trump supporters to actually get the vaccine so uh, we can actually eradicate this thing. So it's but important. that's how you do it. If you yeah. just keep keeping the keeping it hot and keeping everybody off balance with your misinformation, then that's yeah. you know I think as their plan is to be able to say like, well, the the I thought I thought he was ending the pandemic, mm -hmm. yeah. even though we're constantly feeding a, a counter narrative to our base to exacerbate the pandemic. But we thought it's just so transparent on its face. And on he's top gotten of it, the I vaccine, think, right? That's the other thing. A lot of people are like, man, this motherfucker got the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, he ain't about that. He ain't. He's, I feel like he, he'll talk about it, but is he really about it? I mean, he exactly. doesn't even claim what he's saying is true. He says he's an entertainer. So, like, yeah. Yeah. He's a fucking. Yeah. Like, you hear, you hear his, like, his real conversations and he's like, it's so exhausting, man. Like, yeah. Fuck, man. I got, I thank God I got the vaccine. You know, I'm so <laughs> happy I got it. I mean, just, I just wish more people would, but, you know, <laughs> not what I get paid to do. More like Sucker Carlson. And that's Thank only you. Let's that. let him know. All right. Should we end the show now? <laughs> yep. What, what are we him. thinking? That's it. Ladies got and gentlemen, we, go. we got him. Justin, if you want to edit in like a studio applause or something. Like, <laughs> bomb drop. Exactly. Uh, bring back the bomb drop. Uh, he would appreciate that. That's the only way that he approves of killing people. Uh, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> One of Fox News' biggest advertisers, by the way, still fucking Pfizer. Uh, so mm. they're... They're cool get getting the uh getting the hits from uh from yeah. Fox viewers. Because they're like, we're good, bro. We're getting <laughs> Yeah. Are you fucking kidding? Have me? you seen what we made, fam? <laughs> <laughs> Even with the patent waiver, we're good, fam. We got the Pfizer uppercut. We can't be stopped. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pfizer uppercut. <laughs> Man, this episode brought to you by Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> their their main concern is you know, that nobody lifts those vaccine patents and yeah, Fox is exactly. behind them on that. They don't give a fuck mm -hmm. about about politics. Politics, politics, dude. When I sat down and they told me I was getting the Pfizer, I audibly sighed. <laughs> I was like, darn it. <laughs> I was uh, gonna sigh no matter what, but <laughs> <laughs> you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, I, I, is there another one you want? I don't know, like the good one. <laughs> <laughs> I want I'm the baby sorry. powder one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the baby powder that gave people cancer. Oh, you've been watching uh, Eddie Griffin's IGTV streams? Always. Keep it long. Oh my good Eddie Griffin, <laughs> no. <laughs> Why would he, he come with, Oh, Eddie Griffin coming so hard with the I'm a scientist type takes. Oh, really? Uh, He's uh, like, motherfuckers didn't even know how to make baby powder without killing people. <laughs> Fuck you talking about Johnson and Johnson? And I'm like, okay, Eddie, That's don't hilarious. do this. Don't do this. But I was like, that is a good, that is a good point. Like if you're trying to fool a stupid person, like yeah. pointing to the baby powder thing with Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, that that's sexy. But yeah, either way, like, you know, it's that, it's that old mentality. I mean, listen, give us Undercover Brother 2 and then retire. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Please. He's been that's waiting. All, that's all I want. Let's talk about one more Tucker. Uh, it's more of an anecdote. He had Marjorie mm -hmm. Taylor uh, Goebbels uh, on his whichever. show. Pick your favorite. Yeah, Goering. And yeah, it, it was an interesting conversation full of, it, it seems like they've just resorted to going straight up uh, homophobia on Liz Cheney. Well, on well on, on Liz Cheney's 
right. on a way to get her out. So, you yeah, know, yeah. right now, all of the talk has been because Liz Cheney refuses to lie. And right. What a what an exceptionally high bar for a Republican. In this one very specific instance. In this one, exactly. That's <laughs> I'm like, I'm right. not saying she should be, you know, deified, but she voted to impeach Trump, you know, right. after the January 6th thing. She's like, yo, he didn't steal the election. Are y'all re- for real with this? No. And she's in, she's part of the House leadership on the right. So a lot of people don't want her there because they need to go full steam, full momentum on all this big lie nonsense. And so because of that, there's a lot of pressure on Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader, to oust her, to be like, yo, mm-hmm. you, you can do this. Like, just fucking get rid of her. You know, she's trash and she's all like thinking for herself and shit. We don't need that. We need people who deep throat this boot and act like the election was stolen. Can you find us that? And he's been dragging his feet as of a lot of uh, like a lot of Republicans, too, because they still see her as a major figure and they don't really want to hop into this because it's mostly like this MAGA, you know, the new MAGA crew. That's really the loudest. Mm-hmm. But Tucker Carlson has tried to turn up this pressure campaign on, on on Kevin McCarthy first because he pointed out the fact that he rents a room from GOP pollster Frank Luntz. OK, so he's like. Oh, interesting. And also, Frank Luntz is not a total Trump shill as well. So it's already like, oh, look at him. He's paying. Is he paying Frank Luntz $5,000 a month? Because based on the area that he's in, that would be the reasonable price. And if he is getting a deal, then that would actually violate ethics rules. So that's what he's trying to be like. I guess his selective outrage is on one million right now, because Mm -hmm. when the shoe was on the other foot and Scott Pruitt was being like, yo, uh, put the sirens on so I get my dry cleaning. Let me get this <laughs> mattress. Can I stay at a fucking uh, energy uh-huh. lobbyist apartment? All the same Stop shit, but no outrage. Really. So it's like, come on. So now him and Marjorie Taylor Greene found another angle to try and humiliate him just to kind of get mm-hmm. him to do something. And it's, yeah, homophobia. So now they're like painting. He's like, he lives with another man. Ooh. Oh, that's what it is? <laughs> like yes. roommates don't exist? Okay. Yes, exactly. So. It starts off, he has her on the show, Tucker Carlson said, this is from Tucker. Were you shocked to learn they share a toothbrush or are roommates or whatever? Marjorie Taylor Greene says, I was curious, like, uh, who gets the top bunk and who gets the bottom bunk? And ah. Tucker says, do we have any clarity on that? Marjorie Taylor Greene, somebody should find out, right? Calm <laughs> mm-hmm. the fuck on. This is all they got now. And this is, it's just wild to see them all turn on each other in these very remarkably toxic ways. Yeah. Seriously, like bunk beds aren't cool. Shut up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and yeah, I'll fight over that top bunk because it's a yeah, journey yeah. up there. <laughs> I also, that get, double oh entendre God. was old when it was used in big in 88. Come on, motherfucker. <laughs> Boom. Ooh. Thank you. Let him know. Let him know. Uh, what was his name? What was the kid's name? Josh Baskin. Josh Baskin. I was going to say yeah, Hank yeah. Raskin. who was that little boy hank raskin (laughs) josh baskin (laughs) hank (laughs) hank (laughs) get over here hank that's that's uh amazing and it's also wild that they're uh you know the shoe isn't really on the other foot because the thing they're pointing out is again corruption among republicans (laughs) like this is just a thing that republicans (laughs) do Mm-hmm. They get gifts from other Republicans. Um, and yeah, McCarthy said, he's like, look, I this guy, Frank Luntz's apartment, apparently he bought four penthouse units to make one mega fuck you unit in D.C. Mm-hmm. and has 12 bedrooms. So it's not like they're splitting a studio. He has like, I don't know, like in one of the wings of the house, McCarthy claims he's only renting a fucking, you know, a 400 square foot 
room. So therefore, it would be about $1,500 a month for him. And so. Luntz is like the Republican poll guy, right? And like, yeah, yeah, and he's a lobbyist. Yeah, so, he's a bad yeah. guy. Sure, yeah, you yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like on paper, it's like, yeah, they don't need to be living together. But at the, it's like, this is how y'all get down. This is how most politicians get down anyway. Like, if, or Democrats will just be smarter to find a way to rent a room from like a distant relative so the paperwork doesn't look as sloppy. Right. I mean, even Chuck Schumer famously um, just like stays at a shitty apartment with like three other dudes. Yeah, with um, Dick Durbin. He's in town. Exactly. Yeah. And uh forget the other, I think George Miller, but he's retired. Mm, yeah. Mm. The basis I'm for that. I'm my eyebrows. You can't <laughs> hear me, but, ooh, but no, but if you guys? saw, it was it was uh, that show Alpha House. I think it was John Goodman or whatever. It was based oh, off yeah, of this anecdote right. that they oh, all live God. together. But yo, if you saw, you could check the video. It's from like 2014, where Dick Durbin and Schumer yeah. given a a fucking tour of this place, and you're like, oh my god. Y'all are disgusting. Y'all live like oh, it, this? It's like a frat house. Like it's, it's shitty. It's fuck, yeah. It's, it's a bad. flop house. <laughs> I'm not joking. The and the the news crew that went to go do it, they're shady as fuck because the camera person got hit, grabbed his own inserts to cut into yeah. the, wow. into the story. So one of them was like clearly something had been plugged into an electrical outlet and started flaming because it has like the black streaks going up the wall out yeah. the outlet. There was that. There's underwear, just like there's a couch, uh. there's a bed in the middle of the room. Damn, it's, they got to fuck it. The stove isn't clean. It's really fucking. Like it looks like, yeah, three dudes living together, but doesn't now, matter. Even Schumer if pays extra for a cold bed, which means he doesn't. It can't just be somebody sleeping in there when he comes in. He gets his own bed. Whereas right. Durbin, <laughs> uh, you know, he has to kick whoever's in there out when he wants to take a nap. Uh, Durbin actually, he keeps a big, he keeps a dog bed for a German Shepherd in the closet. <laughs> yeah, they're like literally <laughs> living like Charlie and Frank in yeah. uh, <laughs> Always Sunny. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> That's what pilots have to do too. They have like a like kind of little flap houses. Where- what a yeah, bunch it, of losers! Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's funny too. Like, because I remember like when I came up, like they have money. It's like they're not in the they're not in DC all the time. So it doesn't unless you're like stupid wealthy, like and you have like coins you're looking at. Like you're not gonna fucking rent a place year round, right? You're gonna try and cut some corners. I would definitely fucking live with the homies if we were all in the oh, Senate. Oh, for sure. You know, fucking the Earth over. You know, start wouldn't like, leave my shit all over the place and make it gross like I wasn't an adult. Um, I'm surprised it never like manifested on the Senate floor. Right. Like, yeah. like weird sniping. It's like and, you know, maybe there could be an amendment that would remind the good people of the Senate chamber to uh, not merely just soak their dishes uh, <laughs> overnight, but to maybe fucking wash them. Dick. <laughs> right. Um Fuck. <laughs> that's that's a you know how like they're always talking about like senate decorum and how like it's right. a shame that we don't have the same senate decorum that we mm-hmm. used to have that's what they're talking about is like that we don't call out each other for uh the dirty shit that we do around the house yeah they're talking about literally decorating around the apartment all right, right who put up <laughs> neon genesis evangelion poster first of all frame it if we're gonna <laughs> put it up <laughs> Also, just wanted to. I, I finally looked at Trump's blog. Uh, it's like I don't know. He's just not good at <laughs> communication, guys. He's, what, what has he got? He's got a Substack. All or? right. Yeah, it's basically it's like they programmed a website. Like somebody charged them too much money to be okay. like, "Wait, it's going to be the best website," and then just like skinned a fucking you know. For you uh, as WordPress someone who's edited. Blog. 
a, a humor website and has interacted with the the written word quite frequently. In fact, <laughs> knows a thing or two about you know what makes a good piece a good piece and a bad one. What if you well if this just, wasn't Donald Trump, what's your first? Just be scathing. Where, where is it? Where is it all come? Where is it going wrong? I mean, it's good in its simplicity. Like it's mm -hmm. fine in terms of presentation. It's just he can't write in this format like without an audience and without like somebody <laughs> to feed off of in his own like little siloed off echo chamber. He sucks. Like he's just not good. He can't like he doesn't have the energy. So like uh, mm -hmm. the one example I wanted to call out is he tried he tried to get the we're gonna call it the big lie. It's not the big. Your, it's not your big lie. It's my big lie. Uh, in oh. so on May third, he said the fraudulent presidential election of twenty twenty will be from this day forth known as the big lie. Salute. Uh, and then Let a day know. later, a day later. Uh, <laughs> He because he can't like I don't know if it doesn't let him like quote or like at people like uh, pull in other people's tweets. A day later, he just like has this rambling thing where he's like the fake news media working in close conjunction with big tech and the radical left Democrats is doing everything they can to perpetuate the term the big lie. When speaking of the 2020 presidential election, they're right in that the 2020 presidential election was a big lie, but not in the way they mean. 2020 election she didn't even have legislative approvals from any states he just oh. like it goes on for like uh, yeah. sentences mm -hmm. and like paragraphs about how like it was a lie but not the way they mean uh and so now we won't try and call it the big lie because they already got that one so now we'll call it hoax number one the huh? the biggest hoax cut <laughs> so wait let me see where where does he end up with he ends up calling it um Think of it instead as the greatest fraud in the history of our country uh, with fraud and country. First and last letter, first and last words of the phrase capitalized. So he's trying to make it a thing. Mm -hmm. So he's he like gave up after a couple of days because he like he recognized he's so uh, focused on like what people are talking about and like who is like getting making a big splash and like so he did the big lie thing. Everyone's like, yeah, fuck off. We're not doing that. And then he's like, OK, we'll go with. Uh, biggest fraud in the history of our country, an even greater hoax than Russia, 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 Mueller, 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 impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, or any of the others. It's many scams the Democrats pulled. Uh, it's just like he can't do it. He can't. Yeah. He needs Twitter to fucking first of all cut him off, and mm -hmm. then he needs those likes, like and the retweets and the people that he can. Uh, tweet back at and shit because like otherwise he's just he's off I'm so upset that someday there's going to be a library named after this man <laughs> yeah right. it's uh, going to get vandalized to shit though I hope so I Unless like, there, they right? put it in like you know like Whitefish Montana or something <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the only place it could go or just yeah, in Mar-a-Lago to see all these little blog things, it's it's nice to see that you know there's not like a million likes under them. Um, right, there's just nothing. It seems very powerless. Yeah, like he, it's lost. And again, we were saying about this last week. Like he can't. He's not good with that much runway. No, no, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. no Twitter limit here. Because th this whole tweet would have been. You want to know what the real big fraud is? The Democrats, blah, 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 blah. And that would have been the tweet. Mm -hmm. Right. And then people would have been like, oh, right. he just flipped it on him. Or he tried, but it's not the, it's not like this whole thing. It's because he has, has too much room to try and explain yeah. things. Giving and him it's like, space oh, no, to no, complete no. a thought. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. it won't work out for him.
His, it's the like jazz a only full paragraph in- about how he's giving up on calling it the big lie in which he repeats the phrase the big lie like 13 times before he mentions that he's coming the up new with name. a new nickname <laughs> it's right like, it's like, yo, yo dude. no come on this is it. he yeah well again it's great to see that this is what he's left to do uh just like rambling on and on but yeah again he's not like he's not a he's not a rapper like he 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 couldn't have his own album he's a feature yeah, yeah. He, yeah he's, he's a flavor of whole track. Actually, he's a, himself. He does ad libs. You know, he's right. takeoff yeah. from Migos. <laughs> he does skits. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. He'll do the angry rapper. Mm. You know what I mean? And <laughs> do those other ones, the angry president or whatever. But don't get him. No, he's like he can't do sixteen bars. Mm. He can maybe do four or eight, and then it gets real dodgy after that. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Do you guys give a shit about the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight at all? Of course I do. I lost hundreds of <laughs> dollars on that. Brody and I have been going to boxing classes just to get ready for this. <laughs> the sweet science. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I want to see Floyd Mayweather beat the fucking brakes off. I just want to see yeah, him get humiliated so bad. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll even be able to watch it because I want to see that happen so bad but didn't he didn't jake paul like facetime or something recently with donald trump or someone like that yeah over the weekend i think he hollered yeah. at him yeah they're straight up like they're you know he's coded, whistling yeah. coded like where's the arian he's the great white hype he's totally. the great white hype about to fight floyd mayweather that's <laughs> that's how they're billing it the, so like that their little tussle they had was fucking i don't know if that was real or not but mm-hmm. I mean, Floyd uh, his brother pissed. Jake Paul looked a little shooketh. Yeah, he came out of it with a black eye, but he was like, "It wasn't. It wasn't the uh, Floyd didn't hit me. It was his bodyguard. So uh, I won." Um, but like, <laughs> even when you look at like the rhetoric that he was using, like he, Jake Paul came up like that. Floyd Mayweather and uh, his brother were on stage, and Jake Paul came up and was like, "Your shoes aren't tied, dude." It's like, wait, what are you like a? 60 year old fucking like you an old Vietnam white principal vet? at the what inner the city high school talking about hey um, your pants are sagging right and then tried to so like, hey, your take mother lets you leave the house <laughs> sticks and stones can't break my bones yeah <laughs> but these fists will yeah <laughs> anyways let's let's hope they do it's hope yeah it's break uh, bones. if there's i mean i mean I f- fuck floyd mayweather too on certain oh yeah like a horrible too, atrocious like, human it's just like, that's why I'm like, fuck, uh, I don't know, the amoeba versus the parasite. Like, okay. Yeah. I, but I definitely want the noisy dude. They're both noisy. But <laughs> if there's something, you, you want to see the guy who was out here being like, yo, I'll fucking fight anybody. Like, mm-hmm. learn what it means to fight somebody who's like undefeated professionally. I want to see even a third though... guy get in and beat up both of them. <laughs> right, right after. Yeah. Like, right after the fight when they're drained, Kimbo Slice comes back from having <laughs> right. and just knocks him the fuck out. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the new Cola Wars, the uh, Hard Seltzer Wars. They are upon us. There is a lot of lobbying money flying around with seltzers at the moment. We talked about in a like, few weeks ago about how like White Claw had like their new like surge level like fucking right. White Claw that had like more alcohol or whatever. But a lot of this has to do with like new players entering the game. So first of all, White Claw, the seltzer shit is not a flash in the pan 
As no. I, I mean, I was like, okay, this is this is cool. I'm sure like it'll level off. They did. They upped their sales by 160 percent in 2020, and it's not even just because people were at home more. Like they 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 did over four billion in sales. They did 2.6 billion the year before. Like overall yeah. in the market for seltzers, and they're now got nearly 10 percent of the beer category. And what's that's doing is creating a lot of ripple effects. The first one is that craft beer brewers are now all having to make seltzers because hmm. they're they're looking at analysis and they're like, seltzers are going to take over the craft beer segment. Like they're going to be a bigger segment than craft beers. Hmm. So you have people like Stone who does Stone IPA and all these other like craft brewers getting in the fucking seltzer game because they can't miss the fucking wave. And isn't the goal of a seltzer to like taste like nothing? So, like, what is that? They're going to be like, ours tastes extra like nothing. Well, like see, the memory of a dark cherry. Right. Yeah. yeah. Essence of nothing called Father's <laughs> Promise. <laughs> it's this like, but they're, the way Stone is doing it is they're putting it in a glass bottle. Like, they're thinking, like, they're mm. trying to fuck with consumers. I mean, it's like glass, clear bottle, not the fucking slim can. Like, we want to show people that it's clear. We want to show people, like, and give it this, like, it's called, like, Buena Vida or some shit. So they're right. really trying to sell you on this healthy life shit. Um, but it's not just them. There was a, a letter that was being written by the head of Boston Beers, who makes Sam Adams, and they also make... Head of Boston Beers. Head of Boston Beers. That's how he Guys, starts every we gotta get head agonized. <laughs> We've got to get agonized. <laughs> These ready-to-drinks, they're going to fucking... They're going to they're gonna get us all fucked up, bro. So <laughs> they're trying to get agonized are because the spirit makers are now like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. People, seltzers on the come-up? Well, what the fuck? We should be there right. too, because I think yeah. a lot of people think of seltzers already as a quasi like vodka soda type drink right. in a can. Yeah, they're uh they're built on a lie. They they right. claim to be like seltzer with or like I think people assume they are seltzer with vodka in it, but it's actually like a malt liquor. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which brings us to the lobbying. So the reason they have to do that is for taxes, right? They it's, right. it's taxed differently if it's a malt malt liquor versus a spirit because of prohibition. Thank you for mm. that. Uh, temperance movement and the whole thing with the like the lobbying is around they're arguing saying that we need to change the tax codes actually because it's the same abv and that used to be sort of part of the logic and we shouldn't by like it's blurring the lines now with these seltzers that they feel like we should be able to hop in no problem and we can use spirits now hop. to turn these up yeah. and it's turning into like not even like federal level but even like local level where states that have like you know, monopolies on selling certain alcohols, mm -hmm. they're even being lobbied too to like consider their, you know, their whatever, their rules, their regulations. Consider so the wild. poor vodka bottlers, won't you? Yeah. Um, what will Smirnoff do? Because I think Crown Royals like already in the game and they're yeah. they're doing well. So oh, snap. just a interesting thing to watch all these treats turn into like momentary like meme drinks and now yeah. just being like, nah, because the other thing, too, is they point in, in this article in the Daily Beast was about how a lot of people like certain drinks were fads because people just would drink something because that was the thing to drink. Like mm -hmm. IPAs were very popular because people were just for like, I don't know, we're in the IPA era. So mm -hmm. we just drink right. IPAs. And now yeah. so many of those consumers have shifted to seltzers because they're just sort of on the same thing of like, I drink what's kind of what of the moment. Right. And now I think the they're really trying to hit them with the health thing. Right. I like a yeah. real hoppy seltzer, you yeah. know, Ugh. one that just really <laughs> fucks Actually, up you would your like sinuses. A, a Japanese drink called hoppy, 
it has oh, no yeah. alcohol. Uh, and like it's a you add like shochu to it when you eat like oh. an old like an old man like yakitori or like izakaya type place. That sounds sick. I mean, it's I'm all delicious. for seltzers, even in a bottle, as long as they put a little marble at the top and you can play with it. <laughs> <laughs> like <a lemonade> drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, let us know if you're still on that seltzer train. You know, because I definitely saw I saw the wave die pretty quickly, like in my friend group. Yeah. I don't know, cause I nah. I feel like the the kids who are raised on soda, you know what I mean. I think right. seltzer has a strong influence on them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like they'll stick around for a while, at least comfortably. Um, but I wonder what's going to be the next thing after that. Like, do you guys ever see like gin coming back or something? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think so. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about the Noid real quick. I don't know if. You guys might, were you too young to have, I avoided to it remember completely. the noise? You did? Congratulations. Uh, that was the goal. <laughs> I had that, the Nintendo game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So his whole deal was Domino's uh, spokes mascot that mm. would, he was an antagonist. Uh, so he wasn't, he was no Ronald McDonald here. More, more Hamburglar than Ronald McDonald. He would try and disrupt delivery of pizza when, like, pizza delivery was a new uh concept yeah and the thing they were trying to this is kind of amazing the thing they were trying to like communicate to people is that uh your pizza like what domino's was the only place that could avoid like this character who ruined pizza deliveries (laughs) and like one one of the problems that people kept having with pizza delivery is the pizza would arrive smelling like smoke uh, which is so fucking gross. Like ciggy smoke? Yeah, cold and smelling like cigarette smoke because like people would just, you know, the delivery person would just be hacking butts on the way over. Right. Uh, mm. Taking his sweet ass time. Also, <laughs> uh, I, I always bring this up anytime or early pizza deliveries mentioned, but the movie E.T., they don't understand how pizza delivery works yet. And <laughs> they give him money to go to the end of his driveway and tell him to get them a pizza with lots of uh, pepperonis on it. So when they wrote that movie, they thought pizza delivery was someone driving around with an oven in their car and like just had all the oh, pizzas. Like ice cream man? Yeah, they just thought you, they had all the pizzas in the car and like you went out and told them what, what was on the thing. I'm just imagining like an Italian man like driving a car and <laughs> right. also checking his pizzas at the same time. Yeah. And like the the car is very like poorly built and cumbersome. Yeah, so like yeah, if he right. takes a corner too hard, like it'll just flip over. <laughs> so he's just like, flying oh, out no. Like it's just like, <laughs> it has to be that whimsical. Oh, and no. then E.T. comes out. It's like yeah. one with a lot of. Wait, they were asking E.T. to get the pizza? No. Miles. The kid, Who got the pizza? Drew Barrymore? What? Uh, no, it was like the teenage, <laughs> the older uh, brother's friends. Oh, God. Who I, who I picture is still being older than me, even though I think they're like 13. Right. And then uh, they're telling Elliot because he's like the. Right. They're playing uh, mm-hmm. D&D, which I think was also kind of groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Damn, I haven't watched that movie with adult eyes since. Classic. You know, ever. I think I the last mean, time I watched it was in high school. I learned about pizza delivery from movies too. And I learned that you could deliver a pizza to a sewer in New York. And they'll, <laughs> they'll <laughs> do it. Yeah. <laughs> they'll slide it right under. Yeah. You're just right into the storm drain, right? Or were they getting a manhole cover? I think it was a manhole because then he had to get like changed through like a grate or something. So it oh, was it was right. like a grate, yeah. 
Has anyone ever tried to make a pizza that replicated just the, even the consistency of the pizza from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? People uh, have tried. The like cartoon, sloppy yeah, the cartoon. It was like slow, wet, and like it would like stick to your mouth. Yeah, from shit. like uh, all dogs go to heaven style animation pizza. Yeah, um, <laughs> right. yeah. Ch- uh, I I think Chuck E. Cheese um got kind of close. Yeah, um, but not quite. Yeah, it's like if it, if your pizza cheese was all burrata, it's like yeah. so wet and like right, and the crust was just like a dish sponge yeah, yeah. Or the goofy Soaked movie you remember the cheese from the goofy movie Fuck yeah that, dude yeah talk that's about how we started experience. our that's how we started our pandemic was uh a rewatch of the goofy movie uh-oh <laughs> uh so anyways Domino's is trying to bring the noid back if you've never seen uh the noid it's like he's wearing like red pajamas with like mm-hmm. weird floppy bunny ears on top and so they they have a new commercial with the noid disrupting a self-driving Domino's delivery truck because mm. they want to be like whimsical about the fact that they're like robots rolling down the street, replacing people's pizza. jobs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's also a mini boss in a Crash Bandicoot uh, mobile game. <laughs> what did he just get out of jail or something? <laughs> yeah, right. Man, like come back with the noise, like I'm home, y'all. <laughs> yeah. So Crash, man, let's collab on a fucking game, uh, Domino's, man. I'm, uh, I've, I've paid my debt to society. Seven up, dot. Come out of retirement. Yeah, dog. exactly. Like on, uh, we, one last. We eating. We eating. Yeah. Also, I was surprised to learn that uh, JM wrote the story for us. By the way, shout out to JM, crushing mm-hmm. it today. But he uh, pointed out that. The Noid and the California Raisins, which were both like terrifying, but like somehow just uh, zeitgeist defining uh, creations, were both made by the same claymation artist, Will Vinton. Genius. Yeah, mm. Truly a genius. The reason that uh, The Noid went away, and they, there was also a Saturday morning cartoon called The Noids uh, that they almost dropped on the world that was just going to be a pizza commercial. Uh, disguised as children's entertainment. But the reason the Noid went away uh, was because in 1989, a man with a mental health condition who happened to be Ken- named Kenneth Noid took two employees hostage at an Atlanta Domino's uh, and believed that the company was basically antagonizing him with the character the Noid and owed him money. Uh, and his demands also included a private plane to Mexico and an extravaganza pizza. Uh, wow, and okay. so he's still brand loyal. Yeah. So yeah. eventually the hostages were able to escape and he surrendered, um, and was found not guilty by reasons of insanity. But like, that was, that was it. They were just like, it, like, it became like front page <laughs> right. news because it was such a strange So story. he claimed noiditis? Yeah. He, cra- he claimed noiditis. Uh, wow. <laughs> and the headlines from the time, like. Just reading. Oh, can imagine how from, insensitive they are. Yeah, the L.A. Times, uh, one of the greats to ever do it. Pizza workers can't avoid Noid. Held hostage oh. five hours. Um, <laughs> like the fact that that's how they really wrote that shit is is wild. But yeah, so uh, Jan was also pointing out that this is part of a like overall renaissance of dumb corporate mascots. Apparently, mm-hmm. like the generation like millennials for some reason have like affinity for them 79 Mm percent of american adults enjoy seeing brands use mascots so we we can expect to see old mascots (laughs) be brought because i feel like i I see so many gen z kids like rock old promo shirts that have like old 
like old marketing shit is kind right. of like the the vibe for a lot of younger people. So I can see how bringing these like are kind of resonating on that. I mean, honestly, like Plus we had so many mascots back in the 90s. I mean, right. like in the 2000s, we only had Car Fox and like the general from that commercial. <laughs> Jared Car from Subway. Fox. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So in the 90s, we had everything. We had freaking like Busby. We had um <laughs> everything we had the hawaiian punch there was guy. like that oh the, he's the older right dude with the wavy hair the drawing yeah. for the sprite uh <laughs> thing there was the fucking coca-cola bears you know what I seven mean? up dot yeah <laughs> uh i mean even like i wonder if they're gonna bring back ronald mcdonald mcdonald ronald mcdonald uh, mm-hmm. as i call him uh and like his whole cast of characters they will eventually yeah Bring back Gromit. Make Gromit the face of McDonald's. <laughs> because yeah, why Grimace. Clown, I mean. Clowns have oh, like... I they were, gonna, we were just bringing Wallace and Gromit over. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Cool too. I mean, uh, out of the box thinking, but I like it. Uh, <laughs> I, Yeah, because I think children generally don't... Like, when I was a kid, I found clowns terrifying. My, my grandmother collected clowns. Uh, Oof. Also did not like me. My so, grandmother uh, did that, that too. My great grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was Despite like. Despite your cholerophobia. Yeah. yeah. And now my kids like just are agnostic. They're just like, I don't. What the fuck <laughs> is that? Why does that person have shit all over their face? <laughs> so, <laughs> What's wrong with that guy's face? What's all the shit on his face? <laughs> yeah. I'm a clown. What's wrong with your nose? Go to the doctor. Fuck <laughs> out of here. Sloppy ass makeup, man. Like, there's that sad <laughs> clown in uh, Toy Story 3. And they're oh, yeah. just like kind of just confused as to like what is what his deal is they're like wait why is he not smiling why is he okay whatever why does he look like that so i yeah i think it's time to replace ronald with gromit <laughs> yeah <laughs> or sean the sheep one That's of the two call that yeah. ronald and gromit yeah <laughs> all right before we uh let you go i do want to just ask you for your thoughts mm-hmm. uh as a anime fan expert you know the the number one movie in America yeah. last week. The number one movie of 2021 globally is Demon Slayer. Hell yeah! And I don't know. I was I was kind of caught off guard by that because it had always like been treated as something that was like sort of niche mm-hmm. in like my experience. But so I, I first of all, I want to just get your thoughts on like this kind of breakthrough success. Why you mm-hmm. think it's breaking through? And then also just like what's a good way into uh for you, people. You want some gateway in. I want some gateways. Okay. I watched Avatar Last Airbender, loved it. Um but <laughs> Not it was an like, anime, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah animated. Animated. Okay. <laughs> Similar. It's gotta be um, Japanese though, you know. Yeah, okay. I'm actually not surprised at all that this movie did that. It actually it broke records in Japan last year. Um it was the highest grossing movie there. I can definitely see that it's sort of a surprise. This anime got really popular in the last um, couple years, and it's for like a a couple reasons. Like its sales, uh, like its manga sales, shot up once the uh, anime came out. It's a very well made anime. It's a very well paced show. The just the promotion around it has been really good and this movie um which is kind of pretty rare for anime movies is canonical actually it just uh as soon as the episode uh as soon as the season one ends this movie picks up and just like turns one of its um like mini arcs into a two-hour movie but uh yeah i saw it with my friends um this is the first movie that i saw in theaters uh in a year 
Oh, me okay. and all my black anime friends. Um, we saw the dubbed version, which I, I gotta say, <laughs> I did not love the dub. <laughs> I'm a subs guy. I literally um, taught myself how to talk Japanese in the last like couple of years. So I, I like a sub, but like there's so much actioning that's happening. I can't blame people for not reading it, but I would suggest this movie on its own. But this, the season itself is, is a ride. Um, I would suggest that some stuff to get into that you can, these days, honestly, there is a wealth of stuff. If you have a Hulu account, if you have a Netflix account, you could watch stuff like Hunter Hunter, um, which is uh, a really good one to get into that's like um, might subvert some of your expectations. You could watch stuff like um, Tenshi Muyo on Hulu, one of my favorites. You could watch anything from what else is getting a Netflix adaptation soon? Gundam is getting a Netflix adaptation soon. Cowboy Bebop is getting a Netflix adaptation soon. You might recognize that from, uh, you know, watching Cartoon Network when you're a kid, Toonami. Right. There's a good one I think is pretty new. It's called Tokyo Revengers. It's on um, Crunchyroll. It's got kind of like delinquent vibes, but also kind of like Inception vibes where someone is like traveling into their past. So like change the future. It seems kind of oh, that's cool. cool. There's all kinds of stuff. And even if you just like Sailor Moon and stuff, go back and watch Sailor Moon. Like you, you can enjoy this stuff at any time. <laughs> yes. I got all found old Ranma tapes I had in my mom's. Exactly. Garage. I should say I watched M. Night Shyamalan's adaptation of Avatar The Last Airbender, which I'm pretty sure is <laughs> oh anime. My God, so uh, <laughs> really into that. I love this yeah, anime. Love stuff. that shit, man. <laughs> love it. Uh no, that's dope. Thank you. I I knew you would be the right person to come to. Um dope, man. Well, it's been awesome having you as always. Uh where can people find you and follow you? Um, you could follow me at AO Brobro on Twitter, Instagram. You could listen to, I guess, three of the other podcasts I do right now, which is um The Male Gaze, where me and my comic friends talk about current events, The Dark Weeb, where me and my friend Cody talk about nerd stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh there's this new one I have called The Dumb Posers, where <laughs> me and my friend Jack um write songs based on suggestions and just like goof off and have a really fun time and have guests on and yeah you can look out for my uh really bad music ep genuine music yeah. EP that comes out a month from now nice. under the boohoos yeah it's gonna be called the boohoos uh the the band that is just me in it is called the boohoos and that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah. we're ready we're ready uh is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been enjoying yeah, absolutely. There is this guy who I've been following for quite a while. His name is Chris Colagero, and he is kind of like a front-facing comedian, but he is like constantly doing impressions um that just like make me laugh my ass off. Like um like whether it's like fighter pilot who doesn't want to shoot at Godzilla and just wants to go home <laughs> <laughs> or whether it's just like a uh, investigator who's obviously uh, finds a ghost in their house or something like that. Or like little kid who like has a secret and doesn't want to tell you like, he's so funny. I retweet his stuff all the time. Chris Colagero. He's on, he's on, I guess, Twitter and TikTok probably. Nice. Miles, where can people find you and what's a tweet you've been enjoying now? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Also, twitch.tv slash 420 Day Fiance to check out 
Sophia and Alexander and I talk just yeah. nonsense about reality <laughs> TV. Uh, tweet that I like. First one is from Blair Saki at Blair Saki. All yeah. caps said, I want my egg salad nasty as hell. Onions fucking up and down and all around, bitch. <laughs> kind of turning to Jesse Pinkman at the end there, but the vibe. it does help. I mean, even look, and if you don't like white onions, cut up a little green onion. And if you keep mm. it in the refrigerator, that flavor will go throughout your egg salad. Okay. <laughs> go Trust throughout. Me. Um, and then the second one is from uh, Katie Delaney at Katie Delaney. Uh, tweeted a picture of like a, remember like when theme parks used to have like those cartoon maps and shit? So she tweeted an mm-hmm. image of that and said, if you didn't used to longingly stare for hours at cartoon maps for water parks, you'd never actually attend. We are not the same. Yeah. And that resonated with me because I used to love picking up brochures. I tweeted underneath it like how like a hotel lobby brochure rack was like a newsstand to me as a child. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I'm getting this. I need that. I need to know uh, about yeah, this because it's all like printed shit you could put in a bag and then act like you could read and shit. You can't. Right. <laughs> you can't. Miles knows you. Stop trying to act like you, you can't. Read. You no. can't read. That's why you listen you to the show. So we can tell you what's happening <laughs> yeah. in the news. Yeah, when my kids get something new, the brochure that comes with it that is like they usually come with like a toy usually comes with an advertisement for like a bunch of other toys that's they just go right for that they don't pay any attention to the toy they're just like but what don't i have what didn't you get me let's look at that and you're like no but the thing right here in the box plan for the future yeah 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 more on that later asshole let's see a tweet i enjoyed dan mentos uh, heir to the Mentos fortune <laughs> tweeted, uh, if they lift the mask mandate, my ventriloquism career is ruined. And uh, Julia Claire tweeted, edgy comedy is so cool. You just state an opinion the ruling class had in 1954, which I, th- I that is kind of wild that that is what is edgy now is uh, just white supremacy and uh, retrograde politics. But you got to so, shrug after and then it's, <laughs> right. but, I mean, then come it's a joke. On. What, we're not allowed to say that anymore? Whoa, 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 oh, whoa. I guess I'm canceled now. <laughs> no, you're just out of work and you won't succeed as <laughs> a comedian you. because you lack empathy or any ability to creatively come up with jokes. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and even a website, DailyZeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what what song are we putting in people's... I mean, yeah, I mentioned Migos, and and I'll honor them. And and another another, uh, Atlanta-based group you may have heard of called Outkast. This Hmm. is a mashup from DJ B Cause on SoundCloud. And this is the Migos track T-shirt, but on top of the Spodiodi Dopalicious beat. Ooh. And it's called T-shirt because Spodiodi Edit. It's just dope when you hear like a thing like that really just be such a flexible instrumental track. Yeah. And yeah. I'd like it more for the novelty more than like, damn, I've been waiting to hear white T-shirt to fucking hear T-shirt on Spodiodi <laughs> Dopalicious. It's just one of those those mashups that make you smile. How are you spelling outcast? Because when I spell it the normal way, it just comes up as a word Well, there's a K in there. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Out. Yeah. We'll and then there's later. a crown over <laughs> all of All right, I'll be sure you type that in. Check your CD. Did the woman with the afro have her nipples out or fading? <laughs> yeah, that was big. That's how you knew if you were real, if you were a day real one. Head. Day <laughs> one. Yeah, that AT yeah, yeah. disc with the boobs out. Yeah. 
Oh, right. Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> oh, hell CDs. yeah. These should be, and so you'd have to put it backwards so your parents wouldn't see what it was. Real, real bro. Uh, all right. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Uh, that's going to do it for this morning. We're back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to y'all then. Bye. Bye.